Hey everybody. Hey everyone. This is Stuart. This is Zach. And um, this is a regular episode. Um, this one, uh, the working title right now, maybe we'll hit upon a, uh, a better one, is mm. uh, From Bad Games, Good Games Come. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we rummage through the trash to find the gold. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, like the, uh, the idea I had with this was uh, kind of to... Uh, let us put some some uh, game design tricks or like things we do to to tweak games or or make hacks of them things like that mm -hmm. um and uh yeah i guess i'll go first i just have two examples um hmm. really uh but um yeah the first one it's kind of funny i i started doing this and then by the time i finished i was like Oh, well, I just replicated a regular D and D setting. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's um, it's a Guild Wars. Did you ever play that? Um, the MMORPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I never played it, but mm -hmm. I uh, weirdly was was uh, interested in lore behind it because it's it's got this huge wikipedia entry it's got like three or four different books that were written by people and put you know how like like uh tsr used to do that with dragon lance and D D and stuff like that yeah um i'm not going to dig too far into that but i it's general it's uh kind of generic fantasy but with dragons and such right mm-hmm and um, I was I was like looking through the Wikipedia page, and I was like, okay, do this, tweak tweak here, change this around in this setting, okay? Because you know, I like I like modding things for D and D. Um, mm -hmm. It's very modular. It's very easy, I think, to adapt it for anything, right? Mm -hmm. um, and by the time I was done, I was like, oh, I uh, I remade the Ravnica D and D setting from magic oh <laughs> so it's like well that was a bunch of wasted time and effort but um <laughs> like did it become like just guilds and stuff like that or yeah it was mainly it just end up do... being like ravnica uh well it was mainly just doing guilds just because like so much of guild wars is um like faction oriented um things like that and so like when i was playing around with things for setting i was like you know putting together different houses or adventuring guilds and things like that and then it's like oh wait no this is just ravnica mm -hmm. <laughs> like this is just straight up ravnica um with different races running around so um yeah which reminds me i uh kind of want to run a ravnica game at some point um uh, i no hundred percent well i don't know um with the whole like magic universe and everything along those lines it's strange that they included like ravnica i don't know uh yeah. with D D and stuff like that it's interesting these like pre-made stuff you can't really expand upon it too much or you yeah. can't really like twist it too much since like all of the lore is kind of set in stone exactly. and you'll have like people who who know of of um 
Ravnica. Like I ended up playing a a Ravnica game, uh, D and D, just one session. Oh really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like through yeah. Adventurers Guild? And now just a, a couple of friends before everything hit. Um, yeah. It was a couple of friends far out there, and that's why I ended up never coming back because <laughs> it was just too far of a drive, unfortunately. Yeah. But I did play it once and i know magic like i've sure dealt with the lore and everything along those lines and it's just it's it's kind of hard to like unfortunately get away from it like they were naming off a couple of planeswalkers and these are supposed to be like mysterious planeswalkers but like unfortunately it's like well i know of these planeswalkers because they're cards and stuff and that kind of like you know, yeah. takes away a little bit of the mystery. And, you know, everything's all set. Like, you know what all the guilds are about. Like, it, it, I don't know. It just, it kind of takes away from some of the aspects. Yeah, well, and and I think probably because you're so close to the, the source material as well, mm-hmm. um, you, you you probably have additional stuff that you're bringing to the table that, you know, well, like, I I don't think I would ever run a, um, like, a Lord of the Rings game for, like, yeah. super hardcore Lord of the Rings nerds. Because, like, I know kind of <laughs> the timeline, but, like, mm. I don't have every entry in the Silmarillion memorized. So, like, that's just yeah. not a type of thing that I like, like, and, and I feel like it's a similar thing with like magic or like, uh, it's a similar thing with any sort of IP. If you yeah. delve into the, their world, it doesn't become your world. Yeah. So you have to make compromises. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't know. It just, it wasn't the funnest. Hmm playing in somebody else's world but you know that's my own preference on D. sure yeah and and like um i don't know when when i say run ravnica what i mean is take it and rename everything <laughs> and force it into this other thing that is not ravnica <laughs> yeah um i don't know I, I i like the idea of characters um having almost like a like if there were a um, such a thing as like a corporate warlock, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. where where there's like a like a, a group patron, I guess, for everyone, <laughs> but it's the same house, and you're doing these things for it. Um, I mean, I feel like ultimately what that would turn into is Archer D and D, if that makes sense. Like I feel yeah. like at a certain point, the heists and like the spy stuff like generic fantasy usually turns into Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> Whereas if yeah. you do it with like, oh, you're working for an agency, it turns into Archer. <laughs> Effectively. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, did did you have an example you wanted to to touch on? Yeah, so it's a game that I previously talked about Lane and then just got frustrated with it's Genshin mm-hmm. Impact, which I really would love to continue playing that game. 
it seems like a fun game, but the thing is, it's it has a paywall, and really, there's a few mechanics that attach themselves to that paywall, where I feel like it would be a great game if it didn't have that that cost to enter. If it was like a $60 game or something along those lines. I understand that they're probably making a lot more money off of people than $60, especially like whales and stuff like that. But Yeah, just... I was about to say, Stuart, how else are they going to get every single dollar in your wallet? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there are mechanics in the game that kind of tie to it being pay to win. So if you eliminate those, so it's it's really cool. I love what they did with taking a a formula, Breath of the Wild, where you can pretty much explore everything. You can climb on things and you have that real time like combat, sort of like Breath of the Wild. I think it's super cool that you can switch through your party like a one-touch switch where it automatically switches you out. So you have this like versatile group and you have to build this this group depending on like what um what works because there's like oh. elemental um combinations that you can do where if you have like a water mage, you can place like a pool of water and if you have a a mage that deals with electricity, you can electrocute that water which is great, and there's a lot of, uh, apparently in-game, I never got to this in-game, but there's a lot of in-game that requires you to use a certain elemental mastery. It's probably because they want you to collect all of the people, because how you collect people is through a gotcha game of, like, you know, you have to spend so many gems to get a role and see if you get the correct characters. If it was just something where you could like meet these characters or if you had to do like a quest for these characters or something along those lines, I think this game would just be great. I think this game would, you know, be a a real fun RPG, something that I would definitely want to play over and over again because yeah. there's such a versatile play style. You can go range characters as well as magic characters and i love their style i love the the whole like anime aspect that they went with and yeah it's just it sucks because it's a pay the win you have to like if you want to get to the in-game content you have to have certain characters and you can only get those certain characters through rules so you might end up like rolling a team full of fire users and then you're mm. just kind of screwed because you have no you know you have no advantage against you say water people or whatever so so like is there no way to craft those characters separately like they're through grinding they're no not through grinding if you get like duplicates there is like materials where you can basically 
turn your duplicates into new characters, but mm -hmm. the ratio for that is such a measly amount. Like, you would have to roll and get, like, five duplicates. Well, no, even the duplicates, because you have to get duplicates to get your skill tree, because there's a skill tree in it as well, which oh, is okay. really cool. But the only way that you can unlock the skill tree is basically by getting duplicates of characters. So I don't mm. think there even is a crafting system. I think it's only you can get characters through rolling. Well, you know what's funny is you're not the only person I've heard. Like, you're you're probably the third or fourth person I've heard say yeah. that this game would be perfect. It's just pay to win. <laughs> yeah, which is it's sad. Like, if, it were, if that were stripped out of it, like, this would be a very, very good game. But Yeah, where you could yeah. actually, like, level up your characters through, you know, actual combat. Yeah. Where you could get characters through just progressing with the game and everything along those lines yeah. and it just i don't know it seems it seems like a missed opportunity for people who want to play a legit game but it seems yeah. like a great opportunity for the company to make money because there are yeah. people who really love playing that game and i can see why they love it and they just have excess capital and you're just going to spend it on roles weapons and whatnot yeah well and i mean i think i've said before i can't remember if it's on mic or off mic um to you before but the um yeah like the, one of the people that i've heard say that this game is amazing and would be a contender for game of the year is one of the guys at game informer like yeah. on their podcast was saying yeah, no, I've sunk a whole lot of time in this thing. Um, I've sunk way more than $60 into it, but that, you know, that yeah. taints it somehow. I mean, um, and, you know, <clears throat> I started playing the game when it was, when it just launched, so they gave a lot of people free stuff to incentivize them to keep on playing. And, you know, I spent all that free stuff, and I got to a particular wall where I had to spend more money, and I just wasn't okay with that i just didn't want to spend yeah. money on a game because i knew if i did spend ten dollars to get past this threshold there will be another threshold where i would have to spend another ten dollars or maybe even twenty dollars exactly and it would just go on as nauseum so yeah so i would fix that game i'd fix a lot of the um there's a lot of, uh, from what I can see since I stopped, but I saw some people like streaming it. There's a lot of grind just so you can get like materials and stuff like that. Right. There is, I think, a way that you can basically buy those materials. So again, there's a way to expedite your growth through actual cash, mm. but you know. Yeah, so I think I think having that as an actual game game would be fantastic. I think they would probably lose money because I'm sure they're making quite a bit now, but they would gain a lot more people and a, a stronger community at least. Yeah, well, I mean, I um, I just Googled it and apparently the first six months after release, they've made over a billion dollars with a yeah, B. Yeah, so... <laughs> 
from in terms because of revenue. So they're it's, yeah. it's good. Like they've got voice acting in it. They've got like, oh, yeah. good voice actors in it. The <clears throat> cutscenes are great. The style is really cool. The exploration's a lot of fun. It's a good game. It's yeah. definitely a good game, but and they put a lot of work into it. But this is the path that they went it went and I can't fault them for it. I just right. I wish that it was I wish that was not pay to win because I can yeah. see myself playing it. Yeah, like it just pay pay to win just I don't know. It, it, there's something about it for me that's like because you know I, I like I play a couple of phone games like just mm-hmm. to pass the time, and it's just a more of an annoyance because I never pay any extra money for it. Like I'm just playing it for free. Yeah, <laughs> um, but, but I'm sure that you hit these points where it's like you cannot progress unless you spend X amount. Yeah, exactly. And so it's just like okay, well, I guess. I'm I'll done with this. Stop playing this game now because I'm out of sensu beans for the for the yeah. next thirty days or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's time to download the next game. That exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's that's how you would improve it. Is just take out that whole like. Pay yeah, take out that. Pay, take out the um the grindier quests yeah. to actually have you like burn your time and everything along those lines i would you know allow people to sort of be able to customize their character as well as because they have a a skill tree and the skill tree is very limited so i'd expand that skill tree sort of like sort of like um Final Fantasy X with like mm. the spiral gem thing. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh and yeah, it, like where they use that... the Z axis and it it mm-hmm. like twists around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they have a similar feel where the skill tree is like a zodiac sign, so it's very like star base. So I could oh, see how that okay. could translate well into that kind of format and everything. Yeah. So it expand upon that because I understand why they only have one skill tree because you have to get duplicates of these characters and that's super annoying. Yeah. So. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and and I can second that. Like any game that has like grind for no other, no other yeah. reason than like, well, we need you to take up your time doing this or expend this currency to do something. Um yeah you can just strip that out like that's (laughs) yeah no one likes that no one wants exactly like and people know that it's getting padded for time yeah exactly you know there's a couple of um like i think final fantasy 12 it was one with lightning in it where it was Mm. a lot of missions that just were there to pad out time yeah which wasn't yeah. great <laughs> and they could have done away with that so yeah but yeah no i mean those are those are great ways to improve any game that has mm-hmm. this but yeah um well i don't know we'll see if miyoho um 
does that or if they'll just i i have a feeling that they're just going to keep on with no they're they're like capitalist bent (laughs) yeah i mean it it did bananas there's there's no reason why they would go to to you know just pay your 60 dollars and everything along those lines yeah which you know i it's funny i um whenever i'm in like a like a game store or whatever like through psn or or uh, the app store or whatever if i see free i'm immediately Mm. like "Mm, nah (laughs) yeah (laughs) because i know that that somewhere along the line they're going to try to get more than however much money and so if i see like a dollar 99 or 2.99 i'm much more likely to be like yeah i'll give this a try (laughs) yeah because you know you know, I'm okay with like paying to play a game. Yeah. I want to pay to play your game because yeah. I assume that you know you took time to actually make it good. Right. Yeah. Um well cool. Um Yeah, so so uh my second again is is taking a um a video game and turning it to tabletop because that's what mm-hmm. i do i try to deconstruct things through that lens yeah. um so uh mine is a uh, game called crusaders of light did you ever play that no i never did so it's a phone game but it's an mmo question mark um i don't know i haven't played it in several years because it's so it's a chinese uh company that put it out and mm-hmm. i played through like I, I leveled up a character not like uber high but you know a few levels um and then it updated and it wanted me to give it these weird permissions to things that no phone should like i there's no reason for them to know any of my like like hook into any of my finances or my camera <laughs> like mm-hmm. no i'm not doing it. so i you know i've deleted it um it, it was really interesting though because it, it was this um i guess because it was it was more um chinese inflected uh, fantasy um all of the the uh characters in the world even if they were like elf or dwarf or, or whatever um they had a a uh, like like they they were using western um like fantasy like tolkien-esque races hmm. but everything had a spin on it so like the dwarves all had like hair and beers made out of like fire um because i guess in their their tradition there there are these different stories and folklore and things that that go into it mm-hmm. um but uh just very basically like it's you know it's it's a very very basic mmo because it's again a phone game and you know it's not got like a million different uh character creation options right there's basically like you can choose male female or nondescript and then one of three classes Hmm. and um you know basically the classes are warrior ranger mystic like you'd expect right but they all they like they 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 were very different 
to what you would expect to see in like a Western fantasy game. So like the best way to describe this is I'm, I'm going to use uh, Pathfinder, the uh, 1E, uh, to make this hack for these classes. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of get across how how these these uh, types of classes work in this game is the the warrior basically if you were to build that out um, it would work kind of like a fi- a mix of a fighter and the non magical aspects of a ranger so mm-hmm. like just super super into weapons focus disguising yourself just being like the spammiest fighter like uh hmm. dps type thing right yeah um it's also the easiest one to play as because a lot of times you know the warrior is the easiest thing to play as no matter what what game it is right yeah i mean you're just hacking and slashing right right um the the ranger kind of had me stumped a little bit because it's still got some magic, but it's mainly DPS and lurking around in the shadows. It's just got more magic than a warrior, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, the, the thing that I came up with was if you were to mix aspects of the rogue, like the skill-based aspects and backstab and stuff like that, um, the slayer, because you one of the things with the ranger class in this game is that you can basically buff and imbue your weapons with certain types of spells that worked Mm -hmm. for limited amounts of time so like it's kind of like the slayer like slathering their blade down with with like poison or whatever yeah um or making potions that buff themselves things like that um and then you know i would take the uh magical aspects of the ranger class and pathfinder and apply it to this one um because you could summon like rangers were basically you could summon a little menagerie of animals to fight with you but they weren't like they weren't real it was almost like wizards familiars in that they were kind Mm, of ethereal and they were there for like 10 seconds and then they just like (laughs) yeah um and then for the uh magic class the uh the, or the mystic um this one for me was difficult because it wasn't straight like it wasn't a straight like wizard or or anything like that like it had some some almost divine things but it also had um kind of like uh, Geralt and the witcher like they were the ones that were making potions and bombs and things like that so Hmm. if i had to recreate this my instinct would be to take the uh, some aspects of the oracle um because you know the oracle as far as i understand it is kind of a blend of arcane and divine in terms of the spell casting yeah um yeah it's got a weird spells yeah yeah um so it's it's got got a weird bent to it as far as that goes uh straight off the bat um aspects of the alchemist obviously for potions bombs things like that um and then aspects of the investigator because Hmm. all of the 
all of the interactional options, I think, um, would really suit this character class because it would open up different, like the mystic was the one that was more suited to like picking locks or having a drinking a potion and not triggering traps and things like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Things that were like kind of outside of the, the realm of what you would expect a rogue to be able to do. Um, Yeah. But, but, you know, more, more interactional uh, focused. So that was, that was my second one. Um, I haven't written. You no, know, I forgot any of how this many up. like classes Pathfinder had. Oh, Pathfinder had an insane amount of classes. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, they just have so many books. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, I mean, making these three classes into a game, it's like, okay, that's let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So that's eight different things that go into these, like if that gives you any idea of how, how different the characters in this, this original game were mm-hmm. um, like they, they, they didn't operate like a standard fantasy MMO. And so that's why I was playing it uh, for, you know, the handful of, of days that I played it before they were like, Oh, Hey, by the way, we're going to need access to this, this, and this. And it's like, Nope, no, you're not. <laughs> no, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I've written or typed none of this out. So who knows? Maybe I'll, it'll light a fire under my ass as, as recording this to be like, hmm, let's, let me see if I can actually streamline this and make it work. Yeah. Um, I'm still working on the thing where I can run a game for you. Cause, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's been yeah, <laughs> a yeah, work in yeah. progress. It's, it's just a work in progress. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got it. I just need to make it so that other people can understand my uh, my notes to myself. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally understandable. Yeah, I mean, time becomes like a void during just every all of this. Yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah, that that was me. Those were the uh, the two things that I brought. Um, oh, nice. Did you have a second one that you wanted to? about yeah so it was just something that i've been thinking about it's i got no like hard rules or anything like that but um as most listeners probably know i'm i'm a big fan of shining forces the series as well as just shining forces too i think it's a fantastic game and there's quite a diverse amount of characters i think there's around like 25 or something give or take a few but I thought it would be interesting to sort of make it into a card game where oh, you would cool. be able to, and it'd be kind of akin to the, um, I guess, the Warhammer, or not Warhammer, uh, World of Warcraft, where you get to pick a champion or you would be able to pick one of these characters. And again, I mainly pulled most of the characters from shining forces too since that's the game i'm most familiar with but you'd be able to like bring this character and you could equip it with particular because in the game you can equip a weapon a ring and then occasionally like a miscellaneous item sort of like an uh, accessory and then you can 
end up building a deck out of like neutral cards as well as like class base cards depending on if you are like a fighter or if you are Slade the ninja who ends up using like ninja magic yeah which is very interesting yeah ninja magic yeah like smoke bombs and flash bombs or like what no what, what just like naruto sort of oh i see okay i'm doing a rashingan now or a you know a chicory yeah <laughs> you know, lightning because ninjas um so yeah i thought that would be kind of cool sort of being able to sort of and then you could have these characters and you could sort of like have a party of three so Hmm. you would have these characters with this equipment and then you can sort of like mix and match your deck depending on who you're bringing into the party or into the fight and i was kind of toying around like with the idea of positioning because again shining forces two is a tactics game where positioning is very important so i was thinking you could sort of have like kind of like what the witcher does with gwent where there's like positions in the board like there are actual lines have you ever played gwent before yeah uh, well i've i've never uh played it myself i've seen um breakdowns of it like on youtube yeah where there's like there's three um i guess kind of horizontal boxes yeah one represents long range another's medium range and another's like close combat range yeah and depending on like what type of character what type of item you're doing or something like that it would um you know, if you had a fighter, like the fighter's weapon could only be used close range and only in against people who were in close range or something along those lines. Yeah. So, yeah, I was kind of uh, toying around with that idea. I think it would be interesting. The only problem I can kind of see with the game is the board would be fairly large, but you could actually make this into a digital game i feel like most like card games are becoming digital now just i mean it's an easy way for them to increase their their player base is to just recreate it and if you have a lot of components it makes it a lot easier for setup to play it just it streamlines a lot of things so you know i can see why why that is but yeah yeah, and you can make changes to cards if you have like a physical card and you want to change it well you've already printed all those cards so if you're changing a rule then you're kind of you either have to ban that card or make something else but with digital cards you know you can change them if they don't work the way that you intended then you basically change the card and call it a day yeah patch notes are way easier than errata to get people to follow because it's like well okay yeah you have to update this app to play it now okay here's the patch notes (laughs) yeah yeah and you know one of the things i will give 
Hearthstone credit for mm-hmm. is they do have if they change a card, so if they like nerf a card because it was too overpowered or something like that, they will allow you to basically get a full refund on that card. You can disenchant that card oh, see, or something good. else. So there's like no hard feelings. Yeah. Basically you can like you know, you don't feel bad disenchanting this card because well, you can disenchant it for the full amount and then call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. That makes I mean and that makes the most sense, honestly. Because, I mean, yeah, I, I can see people being pissed if they're like, oh, well, this changed, and I would not have done this. Like, yeah, I wouldn't have either, you know, like, crafted this card or, you know, done something towards this card. So, yeah. yeah. So I will give them credit that, you know, they they try to make that. It's like with Magic, if a card gets banned, well, hopefully you didn't spend good money on that card. <laughs> No, I mean, like, that that sounds awesome. Like, I, I feel like if, like, by doing this, you could streamline the gameplay. Like, you could have, like, a little cutscene beforehand mm-hmm. explaining the scene rather yeah. than doing the the whole battle map for the thing. Like, they could just put out this uh, digital CCG version of the game and just basically insert this playing component into it. Yeah, and, and I think it would be interesting <laughs> because so there's a lot of ways that you can go with a a card game. You yeah. can either you know charge for packs, you can charge for gems to sell it. You know, I just ripped on um, uh, Genshin, so I would say ten dollars you get all the cards. Yeah, knock it out. Yeah. If we, you know, if there's ever an expansion, maybe like $2, you get all the cards. So you don't even have to like worry about it. You can have access to all the cards and you can build whatever decks you want. That's my pitch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I would definitely play that. That's that, that uh, sounds really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, and I, I ran out of, uh, things that that i was able to come up with did you have anything else that you wanted no, to that's that's okay two games for me awesome well yeah so um i guess we can move on into me me me's mm-hmm. um i uh so i've got four things but really it's just three okay i've got like one okay so. gotcha you can uh, knock it out. Okay. So um, the uh, first thing I wanted to talk about was the... Uh, so my wife, um, for my, I think, birthday last year, maybe? Mm-hmm. I think this was a pandemic birthday gift. But it's um, uh, Iggy Pop, uh, the post-pop depression live at the Royal Albert Hall. So it's, it's a, a two-disc album um and a blu-ray of the actual performance which cool listeners can go back to like episode two or three like it was super early um to hear my feelings on this album it's it's hands down probably one of the best albums that that iggy pop has ever put out 
Um, so you ended up revisiting it. I yeah, like it's it's uh, it's Still really really up. good. He um, well yeah, and like you know he's backed with one of the guys from Queens of the St- or two of the guys from Queens of the Stone Age, and then two of the guys that are from uh, it's one of Jack White's things. I think the Raconteurs. Hmm. Um. Yeah, like so it it's got a very angular like Berlin rock scene from the nineties type type feel to it, like very angular, right? <laughs> um, and um yeah, just seeing it live, like I, I really, really hate that I was I uh, missed the opportunity to see him play live at um Shaky Knees. Oh, Atlanta. Yeah. but like their tickets are like three hundred dollars like they're in <laughs> yeah it's like that I'm was not... over at piedmont park too yeah yeah like i would love to go but like i'm i'm old like that's music festivals are not for me anymore hmm. <laughs> but um yeah no like i i really would like to see him play live but um this is a, a good replacement for that because you get the nice 4k cameras that are capturing all of this and you can just pause if you have to go to the bathroom you don't have to fight nah. with anyone to get it <laughs> yeah um so so yeah that that was the uh the first thing um which you know just go out and and get a copy of this if you like their standard studio album because you know he it's a live performance, so it's much longer than the actual album. But they play through yeah. the album, and then they play, you know, Iggy Pop's got 40 years of other music. <laughs> yeah. So they <laughs> they they play, you know, selected hits from his, his uh, past as well. So um, <laughs> highly recommend. Um, the, uh, the other two things um, that I'm going to merge into one is something that's probably up your alley as well because they're both anime um nice so i watched through i finally wrapped up um sword art online one and two um and i also uh do what did you like it yeah yeah it's really good oh you didn't like sword art Mm, not really no no well i so i I, I take it back i could not get behind kirito i like the first season i don't like the second season i started gun gale online and i was just like nope nope this this show has, has gotten too weird for me um yeah when he's trying to like have sex with his sister yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um it, yeah. well, and, and the reason i brought bring it up is i um there's one that i like a little bit better that i would recommend called is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon i've i've seen that one too um it's it's all right it's well so so i i like the uh the world for it like it's it's an okay anime you're right like it's it's definitely got some (laughs) some faults um yeah out of like i guess isekai sort of worlds I think ReZero yeah. is probably my favorite. Oh, what, what was that one? ReZero. ReZero, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should check it out. It, it gets interesting, and um, 
Yeah. Well, so these these two shows, yeah, and I'll, I'll have to, to check that out. Um, but but uh, yeah, like they, so these two shows were the inspiration. I think I was telling you a while back of where I was just like, you know what? I'm going to make it so that you could play D&D and have it completely randomized everything so as you level up you're getting access you're unlocking things so it's like it's fairly classless um yeah but he was like <laughs> the ultimate chad who could dual wield yeah no like in, and, and it's it, it like would, oh so you have a broken skill yeah yeah well and that's kind of why i want to play test it but that's the thing that i've been tweaking that where it's just like yeah like you guys are going to be characters who were playing in a wasn't like you're so playing whiny? characters who are like, playing a world. Could you get over his whininess? Who Kirito? Yeah. I mean, is he not whiny to you? He he stops being whiny after the first like quarter, I think, of mm. the season. Like, I mean, I guess I just blocked it out because yeah, that's all right. Um. Yeah, like I he didn't strike me as any more whiny than anyone else from animes from around the period that this came out. Cause like, this is also like, when did sword art come out? <laughs> um, 10, no. 10 years ago, I think. Was it 10 now? Uh, let's see. 2013. So about eight. So yeah. Eight. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, hmm. I'm no, not I mean, a huge fan of of the the Mary Sue ishness of him. Um, I think what what I stuck around for was watching more of the world of like, okay, how does how do these other characters develop? Like, I was less interested in him. Um, I think if you were to pull him out of it, um, it'd be a much different show but it'd yeah. probably be much more interesting yeah I, I think so i mean the i don't know the i guess the main villain i'm not going to spoil it or anything like that but <laughs> uh the motivation's kind of weird uh, yeah yeah <laughs> so you know there's there's that <laughs> yeah yeah like it's it's um yeah yeah like because yeah. yeah we we don't want to spoil it but it's um but yeah check out re-zero so okay. it's it's a person who gets isekai and the thing is um so he i don't think he has a time limit but he dies a lot but then he gets respawned <laughs> And he sort of learns a lot through these deaths. Like he gets oh. progress, like, you know, he makes this bad decision. He's like, all right, well, I'm not going to do that again when I, Ooh. you know, play through this game or game, quote unquote, yeah. I'll try this approach. And um, it's, it's interesting um, because, you know, dying multiple times takes its toll, even if it's a video game. Yeah. I well, and I mean, you you know my uh, my sensibilities well. What what the way you've pitched this game to me, it sounds like it's um, Planescape Torment, the anime. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> which it's only a, makes me want to watch it even more. <laughs> it's um, it's it's interesting. It's very interesting. Okay. I think you would um, I think it would be up your alley. Well, I have it written down. I'm gonna check it, check the the usual places, and see if I can find it. Yeah, yeah. Check the usual places. Um, and then uh, yeah. I guess my my last thing is um, we watched through the uh, Jurassic Park trilogy because it was oh, on nice. Netflix. Um, yeah, the third one's real bad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the uh, the I mean the first one is good the second one is interesting um and yeah like i like watching it i don't know if you've ever read the books that they're the first two at least are based on Mm -hmm. um they're wildly different (laughs) than the movies Hmm. um like so much so that they'd be interesting like book clubs to cover like maybe in the future but um like just to compare and contrast with the book versus the yeah like especially the first one because like the second one is fairly close to a point and then it veers off wildly um like there are characters in the jurassic park book that are like 180 degrees different than how they're portrayed in the movie Hmm. um and it's it's uh yeah no it's it's really interesting how michael crichton i think adapted uh because i think he he adapted at least the first one to a screenplay so it's interesting that the choices he made to to get it to fit into a movie nice um but yeah no i i recommend those the third one's interesting i guess but it's um it's very much of the time that it comes from. So like, you know, it, it came out, I think in O two or three, maybe. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's uh, not quite like anything that came before it, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I I'll recommend those okay. tentatively. <laughs> nice. Uh, um, the one thing I did was I ended up watching the Mortal Kombat movie, the new Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have not. I do not have HBO. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I don't have HBO either, but I still saw it. And I did not go into theaters because apparently, I guess, it's in theaters as well. Yeah. Um, And we had this conversation where, you know, you were more of a Mortal Kombat person and I was more of a Street Fighter person. Yeah. So I think some of the lore was probably lost on me. I've heard Um, that. (laughs) And I guess I'm not sure if they made new lore or whatnot. But like, so one, um, Kato really like steals the show. Um, Yeah, I've heard Kato. Yeah, is... Kano. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, um, yeah, this Australian sort of um, just, I guess, mercenary. Yeah. Like, they talked about his mercenary group, the Black Dragons or something like that, but again, lost on me. Um, he was hilarious, but you know what? In Throughout the, and hopefully this isn't a spoiler or anything like that, there was no actual tournament. 
Yeah, it's um, so the way I've heard it described by people who are way more into the Mortal Kombat lore than me is yeah. that it's um, it's not great. Oh, oh, see, I've heard it's fantastic. Oh, <laughs> um, I like, mean, ir- it, ironically fantastic. Yeah, um, so it's a bad movie, but it's you know I like the other Mortal Kombat movies as oh bad. the one from ninety five. Yeah, yeah, they don't have um loot the movie star whatever the movie star is yeah johnny cage yeah um and i don't even know who the main character is like i think the main character is somebody that they made up who has yeah, he, he armor he is um so so from what i've heard um this movie is basically a setup for the first movie like because like you said there's no they should have just made the first movie though yeah no exactly i'm I'm agreeing 100 percent. like they should have just made the movie they're going to make but (laughs) yeah i I don't need setup like i don't need all this setup people want to see ninjas fighting like (laughs) yeah and like it, it took them so long for them to even say like some of their catchphrases i was waiting for catchphrases and i was waiting for like before get over here gets said like the last five minutes of the movie the last five minutes of the movie is good because it's a fight between scorpion and sub-zero but that's like the last five minutes of the movie the other parts i mean they do do the fatalities which i could recognize there was like one fatality from the sharp hat man Hmm. and um you know that was cool uh but like the cg blood was real bad like real bad you could tell that gotcha they used up a lot of their budget but like it's a bad movie and i went in there as a bad movie i laughed at some of the parts but like as a bad movie i think the other one's a little bit better Mm, gotcha but you know that's just my personal opinion it's it's a it's interesting. There's a um, a co-host of another podcast that writes for um, Collider named Tom Ryman, mm. and he like he comes from like Cracked.com, so like his articles for Collider are always like obviously like joke articles, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he wrote one recently. Well, actually, he's written several. Uh, on this movie mm-hmm. um uh that that all of them are pretty funny but one of oh, yeah. them let's see uh okay so he's written two so the first one was mortal Kombat, and, and this is just the article title i'm going to recommend you go to collider.com and <laughs> look at hmm. these because they're still on the front page yeah. um uh the first one is mortal Kombat. Why does Goro get teleported into the garage? Yeah. Yeah, um, there was a lot of teleporting. And then the second one is Mortal Kombat. Why was Liu Kang walking in the middle of the desert? <laughs> yeah, there's... Uh, yeah, you should send me that. Uh, because there's a lot of, like, questionable, like... Why are they doing that? Like, <laughs> the fight between Goro and Random Guy wasn't even long like i wanted to see more of goro because i know who goro is and like 
Raiden didn't do anything except teleport people all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it was not the greatest. <laughs> but again, like, as a bad movie, it wasn't even like a good bad movie. Because, again, I just wanted to hear them say the lines. They did do, like, the Mortal Kombat theme. And I wanted to see, like, a, a tournament. Right. I wanted to see people fight each other. But, yeah. again, I laughed at Kato a lot. Like, he was hilarious. And, like, <laughs> I feel like they they did so Sonya? Sonya? Sonya Blade? Yeah, kind of wrong as well. Because they keep on, like, well, again, I don't want to spoil anything, but, like, MacGuffins happen, and she doesn't get one of the MacGuffins, and they're all like, oh, you're not good. It's just weird. And then there's, like, a <laughs> random guy with a hammer, and I don't even know who that guy is. Random guy with a hammer? Yeah. Ka- that's, that's all he had was a hammer. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. No? I have no idea who that would be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you look it up? Did you look up rent or the character? Uh, let's see. Mortal Kombat. I'm sure if you put Mortal Kombat movie hammer guy. Movie 2021 hammer guy. Uh, General Reiko? Is he a Mortal Kombat guy? Uh, not that I'm familiar with. Okay. Um. Huh. Yeah. Oh, apparently he was, he's in uh, Mortal Kombat 4, apparently. Oh. Okay. So. Um, I did, uh, again, (laughs) the last, like, five minutes when Sub-Zero is fighting Scorpion, like, Sub-Zero did a couple of moves that, like, I recognized, like, he shot some ice balls. He did like the um, the self image of like ice, where he like you know. Oh, where he like but... mirror images back. Yeah, where he's just yeah. like ice. Yeah, which is cool, but like again, that was like the last five minutes of the movie, which I wish See? was just the entire movie. Yeah, at least the original like Scorpion and Sub Zero do their the shit that they're known for like. 15 minutes in the movie like yeah and there's a con- gonna... and there's a a, a a tournament and people fight yeah like, exactly i'm not watching mortal kombat for the war or for the conversation i, I think you're mistaken yeah yeah <laughs> this isn't what i came for yeah so yeah those um, are my complaints okay or would you recommend the movie to anyone who likes video game movies? I mean, it's a video game movie. <laughs> I, I think mean, everyone, I like. You know what though? I'm I'm waiting for the right video game movie that will make video games like feasible. You know, so here's right? I would I would recommend the '90s movie first. Yeah, and which was bad. And if you needed something else to, like, whet your Mortal Kombat appetite, sure. Then I would recommend this movie. Yeah. With on the caveat that the main character is just some random person with uh, Aquaman armor. (laughs) 
Well, so like, you know, 20 years ago, people would be like, that's a comic book movie. And I feel like, I, I feel like video game movies have not had that one yet that makes people go, oh yeah, no, I would watch an entire series of these. Yeah. You know? Or um, like the MCU has basically Yeah, exactly. Said, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, like, like, um, video game ne- movies need their, their Iron Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, cool. So, um, did you have, have anything else? You said you just had the one? No, nah, just the one. Okay, cool. Well, with that, um, yes, uh, send us emails, um, leave us comments. I'm going to try to get Facebook working again. <laughs> at some point facebook just refuses to take any of the, the feeds like they'll they'll cut they'll leave them up and then they'll they'll just come down i don't know why yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, facebook um, has a lot of issues yeah yeah so um oh there was a correction um from our uh legal team our no, not not our legal team um we have no legal team yeah um the the episode we did on favorite podcasts i recommended um sideshow sideshow with jeff may that Mm -hmm. podcast is no longer around um he apparently reading between the lines and from what i can gather like he has not been very open about what what went on um you know he's a comedian first and foremost and he would do bits riffing on or ripping on um you know the Zack snyder dc movies like as jokes like in <laughs> he's a comedian um but because sideshow actually does business with dc they fired him and oh. are erasing his podcasts <laughs> from the internet That's... um okay. so he started oh. a new one which is basically the same show but it's just him uh i highly recommend that people go to his patreon but it's uh the name of the show that he does is jeff has cool friends um (laughs) so there's a there's a correction and an update there um and then yeah otherwise um our current book club book is uh animal farm yeah and uh we'll be discussing that one shortly um no conventions planned for the foreseeable future um so yeah (laughs) yeah i still have to get my my second um vaccine dose so that i'm oh yeah i'm protected uh, on uh monday oh okay cool yeah well i i can't wait to actually you know record in person again (laughs) yeah that'd be nice (laughs) but uh yeah with with that we will see you guys in a couple weeks um where we will be talking about our favorite convention memories yeah yeah so uh yeah um see you next time wear your masks